Hello and welcome to the On The Whistle podcast. My name is Alistair Howarth, your host and your man on the ground here in Cote d'Ivoire. We've got a very, very special interview for you today. Yes, it is probably the best goalkeeper at the last couple of AFCONs. <laughs> I know he'll probably be humble and say not, but Jesus Oon, Equatorial Guinea's goalkeeper, has joined us. Jesus, how are you doing, brother? Very good, very good here in, in Cote d'Ivoire. It's hot. It's we're hot. It's, it's crazy, the weather, but we're, we're good. We're happy. Jesus, my first question is, man, how is, how is your head? How is your face after making that save against, against Aussie men? <laughs> Oof, it's, it's crazy because uh, we've been preparing ourselves for, for, for the match a long time ago. I've been working a lot for, for, for the match and for this Afghan. And for me, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure and it's, a, it's like a, a, a stunning thing, you know, because we're playing against one of the best strikers of the world and to be able to, to do that save is, I'm, I'm happy and I'm glad that I'm in, in that level. Yeah, before before the game, you were saying at the pre-match pre press conference, when I asked you how you were feeling about Ozzyman, yeah. you were like, ah, it's, I'm excited, I want to treat it like I'm playing yeah. as if I'm on the playground. And now you faced him, obviously he scored, but you also made one brilliant save, forced him to shoot and have another shot wide. You had an excellent game, man of the <laughs> match. How do you now reflect after after the game? I'm, I'm impressed of, of myself. Uh, I improved that I'm able to to fight against one of the best strikers of the world. But uh, before the match, I, I, as I said in, in that press conference, I'm, I usually think that I'm playing the playground with my friends and that makes me get out of myself some pressure and, and enjoy more the match. So um, I think that I was very calm uh, in the start of the game and that made me do that, that, that match. Because I think that when I'm in calm, I can I can do things that uh, I don't know I don't even know that I'm able to do. Yeah, man, I don't know how you keep so calm when you're playing. Because if it was me, yeah, I'd be losing my head, man. I'd be losing my head. I want to hear a bit more about your story. So you you were born in in Ecuador, Guinea Bata, yeah. and then you moved at quite a young age up to Spain and into the Basque country. You know what what was that like? Kind of making that move there. You know, tell us a little, a little about about your childhood. Yeah, as, as you know, uh, uh, I born in there in in Bata. Uh, but uh, I grew in in Malabo, the mm -hmm. capital, with my auntie, and I moved to Spain because my mother, when she was uh, my mother's very young, when she was young, she went to to Spain, and I wanted to go with with my mother because that was my 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 greatest thing I, I could have my mother with me, you know. Of course. And I went to to the Basque country there, and there I started to play football. Uh, I started in, in the playground with my friends. So one day, uh, a friend of mine's father uh, took me to to a team in there in the last country, and I started as striker. Oh, really? Seriously, I started You're a striker. As striker. Okay. Yeah, I was striker. <laughs> but one day, in in one match with uh, school teams, um, my teammate, the goalkeeper, got uh, injured. Mm -hmm. And in the next training, I told uh, the coach that he injured against me because uh, we you know, how, how like clashed. Yeah, we yeah. clashed and, and he got injured. And I told him uh, it was my fault. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I would stay. And, so so let, let me make this clear. You injured him, then yeah. you took his position. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this guy. No. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. <laughs> Saying like that is uh, it's quite it's quite rude, you know. But <laughs> yeah, man, you but gotta then, do what you gotta do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. 
and and after that I started playing as goalkeeper and uh, get to to Real Sociedad at the age of 12 then um, I've been there for four years and after that um, I get long to to the same team uh, I started mm -hmm. and after that Alaves came to, to to sign me and I was 16 and I, I went to Alaves I started there I went uh, moved from my house I went to another city new friends uh, new school all, all the things new but I have um, I was I was clear with myself now I wanted to to reach uh, to the first team I wanted to be a professional football player and I worked uh, every day and I promise you I work hard because yeah. uh, I think that no one um, gave me this or this, this is not a price of uh, of like here you go no yeah. I took it I, I said I want it I, I will go after it and I took it and since 16 I've been training with the first team uh, almost all days uh, with the B team also and after the AFCON of 2021 uh, they decide to to take me to the first team, and there uh, I started like uh, I love as goalkeeper. I'm the second option now, but I think that uh, I have to keep working. I have to I have to continue doing the, what I'm doing, and and someday I'll be the the first choice for for my team. Yeah, I love it. And I was looking, I was trying to kind of researching when I was coming, preparing for this interview, and I saw that the La Liga game you have played yeah. was against Real Sociedad. Yeah, my team. <laughs> so how was that for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was crazy. That was crazy because um, you have your, your professional debut with your team. Yeah, my, where my, you grew up. Yeah, yeah, I grew up there and I played against my friends. Uh, my, my friend from from our football co came to the to the to the stadium yeah. to watch the match, and it was like who are crazy. they who are they cheering for? Uh, they were cheering for me, obviously. Yeah. Good, good. Because <laughs> they told me that we started the match and Vasquez uh, had scored, uh -huh. and they couldn't cheer the goal. It was like I can celebrate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I scored yeah, to my yeah, friend. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, I can't cheer. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it was it was cool. It was cool because. It was like uh, Real Sociedad in that time was uh, one of the best teams, and now also it's one of the best teams of of La Liga. And to play against them, and as I played yesterday against Oshima and be able to 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 do a great match was like um, the reaffirmation of that I'm a I'm a good keeper and yeah. I'm doing good to, to and I'm, I deserve to be in the in the first team. Yeah, definitely. And I kind of want to ask because you're in a very interesting place. Obviously, a lot of African players, a lot of you know, I grew up in Kenya but moved to the UK. A lot of players they grow up in Europe, come to Africa, and there's a, it's very complex. The, you know, our identities and you, you're kind of you're very complex because you know you're born in Equatorial Guinea, lived a bit there, then moved to Spain, but not just Spain, Basque country. Yeah. Where they have so much pride. So for you, do you feel you know, Equatorial Guinean, Spanish, Basque. You know, what, when you think about yourself, what what comes to mind in terms of in terms of your kind of identity? When nothing, what I am, I uh, uh, usually think that I'm I'm from a country. I'm Equatorial Guinean mm -hmm. because uh, it's a special. It's a, uh, when I think in, in my country, uh, special uh, emotions. Uh, I think about my family. I, I think about my my grandpa, my village, yeah. and that's stronger than than being in, in Spain. No, but I also think that I'm Basque 
because mm. uh, the Basque country gave me all. Uh, my actual uh, actual friends are all from almost all from the Basque country. Yeah. I have also here in the national team Alex Balboa, mm -hmm. uh, a teammate that he grew with me there also, and it's a special part of me. So. I think I'm a Quattro Guinean, but I'm, I'm also Basque. Yeah, and I love that. I love football. It, it gives us the capacity to kind of explore huh. our different identities and celebrate being both, you yeah. know, from one country and another. And, you know, especially in Africa, you know, we saw, you know, Senegal playing Gambia yesterday. And, yeah. you know, everyone, everyone who's yeah, Senegalese yeah, yeah, is yeah. also Gambian. Everyone yeah. who's Gambian is also Senegalese. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's how it works. It's huh. complicated. Huh. And I want to then, then speak about, because for you, was there you always wanted to play for Equatorial Guinea because you joined the team at such a young age. You know, what was that like, kind of getting that call up, joining the team right before the AFCON and kind of becoming part of part of the team, the, the national team? Was the, the, it was the call, you know, the call. Because I was 17, I think, yeah. And the coach called me and he told me, I have two options to come here with the, with the national team. Uh, I hope you, you want to come. And I was cheering, I was like, <laughs> I can't scream here, yeah. you know. And I have I'm to be calm, I have to yeah, be calm. I, I'm <laughs> talking with the national team coach and I have to be calm. Uh, and in those times, it was Emilio Sue was the, was the captain of the team. Uh -huh. you know, he's also the, the captain. But when Emilio Sue played in Brazil when I was young, and mm. I had his t-shirt and I was thinking, uh, I will play with Emilio Sue. Yeah. Uh, bro, that's crazy. And I wanted, uh, obviously I wanted. I, want, I think that one one of my goals in, in my life is to to make uh, people know my country. You know, so uh, I take football as my my how do you say? I think football is the for me football is the key to make my country known around the world. And I hope in 2026 we're playing the World Cup, and that will be one of the the best times of uh, I think of my life. And for me, the national team and, uh, as I said, the national team and Guinea Equatorial is it's all. So when uh, I received the call of the of the coach, it was like, yeah, I was. Yeah, shake. I can yeah. And be honest, Emilio's over there. Hmm. He was your he was your hero, your yeah. legend growing up. Now you've played with him for a few years. You know they have a saying in English. They say never meet your heroes because yeah. they always let you down. What is he like in, in, in real life? What's, what's it like to have him as your captain? I'm, I'm glad that I, I, I knew my, I made my, my hero. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I learned a lot from him because he's, um, he's the number one in, in here in, in work and in, in helping everyone and fighting for us. And I learned a lot and I admire, I, I, I admire him more than when I was eight years old and I saw him in, in Real Sociedad, no. Uh, I think that I have the capacity to to learn from people and and to to see the good things of all people. And from Emilio, I've learned, I promise I learned a lot because he's like, not like my father, but he's like my old brother and yeah. he's always handing my, uh, his hand to us. and. No, he's incredible. Yeah. He's incredible. And, and then tell me that you then, you're part of the team, you qualify the first time Equatorial Guinea qualify for the tournament. You've mm -hmm. been to two others previously, but they were both in, in yeah. Guinea Equatorial. And for you guys, you finally qualify for a tournament. Mm -hmm. And then you're in a group with Cote d'Ivoire, with Algeria, these tough games you have to play. First Cote d'Ivoire and close game you lose, but it's, it's tight. Then the big one, Algeria. Yeah. 
that big one and forever in my mind that double save you made will <laughs> stay with me i don't know like let me tell you god was on your side that ball was not going in that nah. what was that Impossible. like what was that Impossible. like <laughs> i was i was facing because i was in the, in the first match this is cold war i was uh, with covid and i couldn't play i was in mm -hmm. my in my room in my bed like angry because i wanted to be there because yeah. i thought that if i was there I, I was thinking if i was there maybe we could do something more and of course with Algeria, I was I was saying, you guys think that we are we are a small a small country, we are a small team, but we are very united. We are very strong when we work all for the same goal, and that made us it was a big big a big step for us uh, winning Algeria because we started to 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 believe in that we are a, a good team, and when we work together, we are we, are, we can beat anyone yeah. and here when when Nigeria we we proved it yesterday playing against Nigeria again. we made it again uh -huh. I think that teams have to have to watch out with us because uh, I'm serious with this because uh, when a team a small team even a, a big team when they're like a family and they work all for the same for the same goal Bro, it's very difficult mm. that you you can be that team, and I think I I feel like that when I'm in the pitch with my guys. Yeah, and I want to ask about that because there seems to be a really common thing at the last couple of Afcons. We see some small teams like yourself, even Cape Verde, hmm. you know, Comoros. They hmm. both have beaten Ghana in the, in the Afcons recently. You know, why 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 do you think it's easier? for smaller teams to have that kind of unity. Whereas, you know, we see some of the big teams like Nigeria and Ghana, they have the superstars, they have so many players, but they don't seem to always be going in the same direction. You know, how do you guys find a way to, to be working together, especially coming from such kind of such small countries? Hmm. I think that the difference is that we don't have stars. Mm. Obviously, the stars make difference in, in a match, you know, but, and I think that all the teams here in Africa, uh, they are very unit. But maybe the things that um, they relay a lot in the stars, and we, we as as Cap Verde and Comoros as Gambia, we don't have stars and we just have our work. And I think that that's the difference. Uh, you don't you don't. So we we want Emilio to score, but yeah. we know that if Emilio doesn't score, uh, there's another one who can score and. If I, I'm not able to, to save, uh, I know that my other teammate, the other goalkeeper, would be able, uh, uh, almost the same capability of me to, to yeah. save. No? And that's the difference, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because that's what all the, the Equatorial Guineas I speak to say. You know, I, we, we've had uh, Alberto Ejojo on, mm. on the podcast as well. Huh. He says the same thing, like, ah, it's like we have the spirit, we yeah. all come together, yeah. we all yeah. like play for, play for the shirt. I think it's, it's, it's incredible. And for, for you, kind of, how, how have you found being in Cote d'Ivoire? How do you think it compares, say, to Cameroon? Obviously, Cameroon, we had the COVID, you had COVID. Hmm. You know, how have you found it so far being being in Cote d'Ivoire? Cote d'Ivoire, I like the, the, the country's good. And the, the organization of the GAP is stopped this year. We have uh, responsibles with media, uh, people associated with security. Hmm. We have we have all, all the needs we need. We have everyone. Uh, start staying for us to uh, whatever we want now so uh the difference obviously is the COVID mm. but I also think that the pitches the training pitches the um, 
the the staff the all the things are more organized than mm. the other the other often. And, and for you as a player, how much of a difference does that make? Not just for you know your recovery, mm. whatever, but even psychologically, you know, when you you know you're going to a hotel that has everything, you mm. know, because yeah, like you said, in Cameroon it wasn't quite as good. Some teams, you know, I know Gambia had a lot of problems. You mm. know, they had to have three or four guys sleeping in the same room. They weren't always sure about food, whatever. How much of a difference does that make for you guys when you come here? You know things are taken care of. You get on the bus. You go to the training. You know it's going to be good for you. Like in t in terms of that, how does it make you feel? Psychologically, I think that's very important. That our players, uh, we only have to be thinking about football and playing. Because when you have those add adding problems, uh, you might be um, thinking about the problems and you lose your focus and. Mm -hmm. In, in what's really important. No, mm. we have a match in two days, and if I was here uh, waiting for, uh, I don't have clothes. Uh, uh, the the buses um, in the other city, we can go to training or stuff like that. Obviously, uh, I ain't all the focus I, I want yeah. to be. So okay. I think that the the goal of all the staff of the CAF and our our staff is to reduce that stress mm. and help us to find our, our calm in, in those things. Because as I said, I think what when a player is calm and is only thinking about football, uh, what I have to do to, to, to make a goal, to make a save, to, to defend the, this striker, mm. I think that when you are calm, you are more able to to do it good than if you're stressed. Mm. Just, you you've gotten off to a very good start. You're drawing against Nigeria. You now have Guinea-Bissau and then and then Cote d'Ivoire. Got to the quarterfinals of your first half gone. Mm. How are you feeling about this one? How far are Equatorial Guinea going to go this time? It's difficult because I think that in Africa you don't know what what, what can happen because no, the matches are very tough uh, and. We see, we see that we saw that the small countries can beat the, the giants. So uh, I think that we have to stay humble. We have to respect all the teams, uh, and given the the importance that they have uh, here, the, we make the difference with the ball. And, and tactically, we are very very well prepared. So I think that we have to focus in in in, in us and doing good uh, our job. And I think that. We could we could reach far because I believe in in my team. I believe in, in in this family, and I think that we can we can we can make a surprise to to all the African teams and for all the nations. Because I think that we are a very strong team. Seriously, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. It was great having you.